listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Sometimes you just gotta go. You will never know what you could ever be if you never try. You will never see. Stayed in Africa, we ain't never leave. So it wasn't no slaves in our history. When no slave ships or no misery. Call me crazy, or is it he? See, I fell asleep and I had a dream. It was all black, everything. We ain't get exploited White man ain't fear it So he did not destroy it We ain't work for free See they had to employ it Built it up together So we equally appointed First 400 years See we actually enjoyed it Constitution written by W.E.B. Du Bois Well no reconstruction Civil war got avoided Little black Sambo Grows up to be a lawyer Extra extra On the newsstands Black woman voted Head of Ku Klux Klan Malcolm Little dies As an old man Martin Luther King Read the eulogy for him Followed by Bill O'Reilly who read from the Koran President Bush sends condolences from Iran Where Fox News reports lie The Ahmadini job wins the Mandela Peace Prize You will never know what you could ever be If you never try, you will never see Stayed in Africa, we ain't never leave So it was no slaves in our history When no slave ships or no misery Call me crazy, or is it he? See I fell asleep and I had a dream It was all black, black everything uh, And it ain't no projects Keeping it real's not an understood concept Yeah, complexion's not a contest Cause racism has no context Hip-hop ain't got a section called conscious Everybody rapping like crack never happened Crips never occurred, no bloods to attack them Matter of fact, no hood to attack in Somalia's a great place to relax in Fred Astaire was the first to do a backspin The Rat Pack was a cool group of black men That inspired five white guys called the Jacksons Eminem fitted in, but then again He inspired a black rapper trying to mimic him and that's who really rose up out of Michigan A sign of white rapper by the name of Peter Rock and roll, man, rolling rock. I got tens, got twenties, got fifty blocks. I got smoke to buy, coke for sale. So much coke, got coke in jail. In the white Rolls Royce with my man for rails. Little nigga got beats too fresh to be stale. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. That's right, and we're back in the house for a feedback episode. Got started a little late. Got tied up at, at the basketball court. I said this ain't had nothing to do with me. I was ready. I was losing. <laughs> and I said, this cannot happen. And I stayed late. Because I was like, I'm not leaving this bitch without a win. And I got me a couple. And I left. I was like, I'm fine. And I'll go outside. And i get ready to start my car. And I left my lights on. Are you serious, baby? So I had to get a jump. Oh. <laughs> Luckily, Justin uh, was still there. Uh, Damon, my other boy, he, uh, he, I got out the car, waved at him to stop, and he just waved at me and kept going. So I'm assuming, uh, I, now why would I have just got in my car and got right back out? <laughs> he, he thought he may not have seen you. He be like, oh, all right, Brock. Bye. Yeah. I think that was one of those times where his wife called him and he had to go because we were having a good conversation about politics. In front of all these white people, and uh, I know secretly they was listening and having a good time, and it's clowning. <laughs> and um, it was funny because he just got a phone call. I was like, I gotta go, and just left. So he probably wouldn't help me get a jump anyway. 
His wife's like, get your ass home. Yeah, like I had to jump you. <laughs> my wife, my wife gonna jump me if I give you a jump. Uh, but anyway, it's the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us at theblackouttips.com. You can do a bunch of stuff there. That's why we have this show because it's all about the stuff that you did that made us feel the need to do this mm-hmm. right now, which is a feedback show. Yes. So while you're there, one of the things you can do, you can leave comments on the show. You can leave, uh, you can also email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Call the show and leave us a voicemail, 704-557-0186. That's 704-557-0186. Uh, you know, it's an easy way to keep in touch with the show and stuff like that. We'll try to open up the phone lines later, but like I said, we got a late start, so I don't know how much we'll be doing that. Plus, you motherfuckers left a ton of fucking voicemails, like 16 voicemails now. Uh, most of them were under the three minutes, so that's good. People yes. are following the rules. Thank you, guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that kind of limits how much time we have for phone calls and stuff like that uh, because, you know, we do want to play the voicemails for the people that send them in and stuff like that. And um, I got to get my hair bleed. Right. And, uh, you know, that's not a game, people. So mm. we got to make sure that we <laughs> getting that hair done around here. It's, uh, not a, it's, not a, it's not something we can play with. Um, all right, man. So first of all, you can go to the blackout test.com and you can do stuff like donate to the show. Uh, and I want to thank the people who did take the time out to go up to the upper right corner of the site and either do recurring donations or one-time donations. All of it helps the show out. We treat all the donations the same. We don't go, Oh, this person only donated X amount of money. All of it helps. And we also, if you've donated a lot of money, we don't go, Oh, we really love you. Like it's just, we understand people are putting in what they can put in and we thank them. Um, so let's get some shout outs to the people who did donate. All right. Of course, Mr. Slow Jam himself, Michael Breedlove. Yes, Michael. Hey, this is Michael Breedlove. I'm here to give a shout out to the Black Eye Who Tips, y'all. Listen to the PayPal. Quiet Storm. Yes, listen to the Quiet Storm. Up next with- after this donation, some jealousy. Yep, and right up after that donation, some high five. Right. <laughs> Can't wait another minute for your love. Uh, Michelle W. She had a, hit, a, a, hit us with a recurring donation. Uh, we thank you very much. We'll see you thank in you. December, just in time for Christmas. Uh, Emma A. I don't know how you pronounce that first name. Um, I must. I hope it's Emma. Uh, write in if it's not. Uh, it might be Amma, but it's A M A. We trying our best over here. The last name is A. Recurring donation. Thank you very much. We yes. appreciate that. Shirley Wong Esquire, please say the Esquire. She you better say the Esquire. She earned it. Shit. Yeah. Our hood lawyer. She hooked us up. Um, we also got a donation from uh, author M A Gray of the. Uh, <laughs> Yes, and we we look forward to your next book, sir. The Scotland Yard series of uh, detective mysteries. It's very good, very good. Yes, yes, and we we love it, you know. And and in this one, um, Sherlock Holmes keeps his shirts tucked in. Right. You know, his, his, you know, sports shirts, so. And I'm still going to accept you on LinkedIn, man. I just need to remember to log in and change all my details to funny shit before I do that because – uh, I got all my real job details on there and shit. It's like, who needs to know that? So, <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Well, yeah, I'll add you soon, man. Uh, Tabitha McCaloop, Kalop, she, 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 she hooked us up with a donation. Thank you, Tabitha M. Um, we appreciate it. T-Mick. Uh, that's like how Australia people say T-Mac, the, the NBA player. <laughs> Roger W. Roger W. says, 
and he has a message he says the kc start doing his thing to keep this podcast going i know that i will at i will at need this beautiful oh i know i will need this beautiful couple for the next four years so thank you the kc start roger w we appreciate that man uh it was a one-time donation you don't have to do recurring people you can do one time whatever fits into your budget and your time and whatnot you know um don't forget there's t- tons of free ways to help the show out if you don't have money you know or retweet shit um you know help us spread the word donate your account um wh- while you can um you know like our stuff on facebook share it like you still have ways you can help the show out even if it's not necessarily monetarily um alicia christiani she donated with a recurring donation uh april t she donated with a recurring donation i believe this might be her first one so thank, thank you, you welcome. sweetie welcome, welcome to, the, to club. the club welcome to the club new donators and uh yeah we got a lot of love from the donations this week man i appreciate everybody Woo-hoo. putting in on this that's awesome dude we've been doing some good work and uh i'll take your money as uh a you know a confirmation of that so yes thank you all right man so we also on the feedback show we read five star reviews if they're left on itunes so if you leave us a five star review on itunes which is the highest rating you can give now you in the review you can say whatever you want to about the show you don't have to kiss our ass you don't have to tell us we're the greatest if you don't want to if if we fucking suck you can say that too Mm -hmm. uh we will read it on the show if it's five stars now anything else is say it's three stars uh we won't read it Mm-mm. so the only way you're guaranteed that we read your shit is to give us five stars and then you can say whatever the fuck you want to say yep about the show um well you can also do stuff like leave comments on the page the blackouttest.com vote in the polls leave comments on the polls uh all the stuff right there uh a very interactive site we're trying to have here and um we're, we're going to have some more ways for you guys to interact soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do some stuff with the message board coming up soon. Uh, let's just say that a lot of you guys have been hoping for a uh, best of or an awards type show. We're planning on doing that, but we're going to need your help. And we will detail exactly how we need your help uh, within the next couple in the next week or so. Uh, we will. All right. Um, so let's go ahead and read that five star review. We only got one this week. Uh, so it must have been a slow week. People voting, standing in line. They just didn't have time to do it, you know. Yes. While standing in a two-hour line on your iPhone playing Angry Birds, you couldn't just <laughs> slip over to iTunes for a couple minutes, give us five stars, and tell us we were great. No, you were too good. But not CDS eight two zero four. They love us, and they say Kendrick Lamar's classic album, episode three seventy eight, five stars. The feedback shows are a great example of why I enjoy this podcast so much. Both of you are never threatened or offended when someone has a differing opinion from you. And just as importantly, you're articulate, you articulate your opinions so well and logically lay out how you arrive to your conclusions. Great episodes. A great episode as always. Wow. So they were filling that um, episode. Well, thank you. Thank you. And for those of you that are outside of the United States, please let us know. So Mexico and Canada, they, they, you know, I know we, 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 we're but, but, but uh, <laughs> iTunes don't consider y'all in the same genre. So anybody outside of the United States, please let us know because we can't see iTunes reviews outside of the country. 
yeah basically itunes is separated by the country code mm-hmm. so if you're in canada and you leave the black guy to a five-star review we'll never see it unless we go search in canada um and uh you know for every other country it's the same way so if you're leaving us five-star reviews in other countries you're in england you're in scotland i don't know whatever mm-hmm. um let us know uh, so we can go check the Great Britain iTunes for the Blackout Tips. You know, yeah. it's the only way that we'll see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure you guys that have left those five star reviews do want to be reheard. <laughs> yes, I know you was like, I left that a month ago. Why ain't they read it? That is exactly why. <laughs> yeah, like it's not out of lack of trying. No, it's, you know, definitely not. Um, you know, trying to keep you guys from going. Um, so. Yeah, thank you. Um, let me see. I think we have one new one. Karen, speaking of which, I checked Canada just now. Cool. It says, you're as good as your mustaches. Five stars from B. Lee. <laughs> and it said, things with mustaches.tumblr. That's so. They wanted to promote their website. And they gave us five-star review. And I say, no problem. You I gave know us five so. Star review. Uh, I do not mind doing that. Mm-mm. All right. Um, let's go ahead and get into, let's see. I guess... Nah, let's do the page. Let's okay. Check the page. All right, so you go to theblackouttest.com. You see an episode is up. You want to vote in the poll. It's very simple. You just It's just one click, yes, no. You can even leave a comment. Um, you can even see the results right there. Um, you can leave a comment on the actual episode. All you have to do is say, I would like to leave a comment. It's simple, people. Mm-hmm. Real simple. We can't make it simpler for you. Mm-mm. Um, all right, so let's look, take the comments on episode 378, Kendrick Lamar's classic album. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, this was a feedback episode, and, uh, we had to let everybody know that Kendrick Lamar has a classic album, no matter how you feel about it on my Facebook page. I know it's so. Jay Side or Jay Sid says, Black people can be so ignorant at times. Zoe Zaldana says she does not. African, she is not African American. Hello, idiot. She is not. She is Afro Hispanic. She never denied being black. To dumb it down for the those Sandy Luke crew and them, she is saying she is a Spanish nigga, not an American nigga. <laughs> that is pretty dumbed down. Uh, but yeah, I've read a few quotes where she's basically said like, "I'm a black person, but yeah, I'm not African American necessarily. I don't. That's that's not my descent." And yeah, feel how you want to feel about that, but that's the fucking truth. So, what do you want the woman to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she anything else? It seems like she's pandering and lying if she starts going. Well, I'm African American, basically. I live that same life. Anyway, uh, the poll for the show was based off of, uh, I believe it was Keith in Dallas. He was telling us how Denzel looks like Malcolm X. Mm-mm. And he does not fucking look like Malcolm X. Not to me either. So uh, I went ahead and made that the poll because I think that was a ridiculous assertion by him. <laughs> and most people would not agree with that. Um, and I put up two pictures. I put a picture of Denzel uh, and a picture of Malcolm X in the same uh, post so people can look at those pictures before they go vote in the poll. True. These niggas do not look alike. All right. So the poll was, does Denzel Washington look like Malcolm X? Yes, no, or all black people look the same? (laughs) Yes got 16%. No got 54%. And all black people look the same got 30%. So you can't really count that one. So I'm going to say that the the no's really blew everybody out the water. And he does not look like that nigga, man. Mm -hmm. 
they just both black <laughs> stop trying to make everything so fucking no that was the perfect casting like no they had to put makeup mm-hmm. they had to put all kinds of shit in his hair they had to give him the glasses like it, it took a it, you it know took a while yeah it, it, even then it's not this spitting image it's just you know he looks like denzel trying to look like malcolm x um and that's what movies do and it's up to his acting to bridge the gap between that mark says if Denzel looks like Malcolm X, then I look like Denzel because everyone says I look like Malcolm X when I wear my glasses. Nobody ever said I look like Denzel. <laughs> well, that answers that question, doesn't it? Evo 08 says, while Denzel doesn't look like Detroit Red, he acted his ass off in that role. Now that he did. One who lives in Beaumont, Beaumont South Carolina, or Beaumont, I don't know how you pronounce it. All black people look the same. I can't tell the difference between Rod and Justin. <laughs> That's good. Um, all right. So we also had uh, episode 379 where we had Amanda Butler Jones on the show. Um, and she's a lawyer, y'all. We talked about Trayvon Martin and a lot of stuff like that. Um, we talked about Lena Dunham's uh, uh, campaign ad for Obama and how to compare voting to losing your virginity. And, uh, you know, I basically made that the poll for the show. It was, you know, basically was that offensive because we didn't have any comments left on the show. So was Lena Dunham's voting virginity ad offensive to you? Yes or no? Yes, 11%. So 11% of our audience is stuck up, uptight, people that just don't like Lena Dunham. And 80, oh, what was that? Oh, okay. I thought I heard something playing too. People trying to call the show during the fucking show. Anyway, um, for some reason, it just automatically answered when I... Didn't tell it to. Uh-oh. All right. Anyway, let's forget about that and try to concentrate on the show. No got 89% of the vote. So most people understood that that shit was not offensive. Um, so uh, the po- the one person left a comment and said, plain and simple, I like this girl. She's funny. Her show's funny. And she's Team Obama. Nothing she does could ever offend me. So girl season two, can't wait. Smiley face. I can't wait either. And I can't, I won't say nothing she does is, can offend me. I mean, that's obviously your choice, but it's just this, people are looking to be offended at some point. Like mm-hmm. this, this shit was not offensive. Plain, just plain and simple. You know, if you don't like this, this, then you just basically don't like the idea of women talking about sex. Cause, you know, it's a very cute innuendo or, you know, very cute hints towards it's kind of like losing your virginity and don't lose it to a douchebag like like Romney. You'll regret it. And instead, they try to turn it into, why are you talking about sex? Like, shut up. Jesus. Um. All right. So we had episode 380, Operation Silent Darkness. And the poll was, should daddy, daughter or mother, son dances be banned? Uh, we didn't have any comments on the poll or comments on the episode yet, so this will be a quick one. Um, yes, they should be banned. 29% of people think these dances need to be banned. And 71% of people say no, they should not be banned. So what do you think about that, Karen? They shouldn't be banned. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. Like, it's, it's, how is it discriminatory that someone got a father or a mother? Like, that's no control, and that's life. Yeah. It's not like these people that don't have fathers and mothers aren't dealing with every other part of their life the same issue, right? I, I know it's so. Shit, it's some people that got parents that was like, fuck, I wish I had, wish you would go away. 
yeah all right man let me play some voicemails uh everybody knows the rules Seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. you just basically um leave us a voicemail it has to be under three minutes and obviously up to our discretion if we play it uh some of them are repetitive shit like that so i try to delete the ones that people talked about shit that you know just either it's the same shit or nobody wants to hear or whatever so all right let's play the first one Hello, Ron Karen. This is uh, Stephen Richards out of Beaumont, South Carolina. How you guys doing tonight? And, you know, uh, I'm just sitting here watching this uh, over in, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Alabama LSU game. And, uh, you know, I got to say something. Uh, road fucking tight, all right? You know, uh, I don't know if you guys are college football fans or not. I just want to tell you, road damn tight. But anyway, uh, enough about that. I just, uh, I heard, I was listening to your feedback show and I heard the people, I heard somebody had the five star review and they said they liked to hear Stephen Richards call in. Well, I tell you what, if that was a woman, I appreciate that, darling. If that was a guy, I appreciate that, brother. Uh, you know, if you, if you're, uh, if you're a white guy, you know, uh, we can, we can get together, we can discuss the state of America, we can discuss the, uh, you know, the economic policies and everything that's going on like that right there. But if you're, uh, you know, if you're any other color, you know, we can still discuss some things if you want to. But I don't know, you know, uh, I just, I just identify so much with the, uh, feller, feller cheddars, if you will. You know, I heard you guys start, start calling, uh, the, the white folk, uh, cheddars, cheddars or something like that. Now, 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 I don't know how I feel about this racial slur thing. You know, uh, Stephen Richards doesn't believe in any types of racial slurs, if you can believe that. But anyway, <laughs> I might be calling you guys back. You Thank you. Y'all guys have a good show. All right. Well, thank you thank very you, much, sir. uh, Stephen Richards for calling and, uh, uh, he's a little uptight about the racial slurs, Karen. It's, mm, would not have thought that. Would not have thought that. Me All right. I don't see what the problem is. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, he just sounds like a guy that would be okay with it, but maybe that's my stereotype, you know? True. He probably voted for Obama, too, you know? I bet you did. All right, next voicemail. What up, Rod? What up, Miss Karen? Yo, Rod. Mr. Keith, man, from Dallas. Um... I was listening to the show, man. I wish I could have, um, you know, saw you guys live, but well, that word wasn't able to make it. I wasn't saying that Denzel and Malcolm look alike just without the makeup and shit. I was saying that they look alike once Denzel put the makeup on and how, you know saying, they progressed the makeup through the years as the film moved forward on in the film. That's what I was saying, dude. This whole poll is just fucking whack. Because at the end of the day, dude, no, he does not look like Malcolm X, per se, without the makeup. With the makeup, the glasses, the damn goatee, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The cadence, because if you ever heard Malcolm speak, like I said, my mom pretty much made me read the damn biography and had me, you know what I'm saying, just peeping, you know what I'm saying, peeping stuff as I got older so I could really understand who Malcolm X was. So, yeah, dude, it was kind of, it was kind of a lot of similarities. But you know what? I like how you kind of twisted my shit up and did the little pole thing. Cool. Ha ha. LOL. Dude, let's get it straight. With the makeup, 100. 
Then why you Most calling people us? I talk to say, yeah. It is not revisionist history, dog. It's just what it was. And so far as people getting pissed about him playing Malcolm, yeah, you probably was right. Yeah, because he was, you know, like I said, he wasn't the, the most obvious choice. But you know what? Shit, man. I didn't got, I didn't bought the DVD three fucking times. Yeah, he was the choice. I don't think nobody else could have did a better job. I mean, hey, man, you know, opinions are opinions, you know what I'm saying? Just like assholes, everybody got one. Mm. I got mine. I'm sticking to it. You know, just like you stick to yours. Cool. All right, man. See you in the funny papers, dude. Peace. All right, peace. All right. I like the funny papers. First of all, let me address a few things. Number one. <laughs> Um, number one, it's not about sticking to your opinion. There's no value in sticking to your opinion. If you're fucking wrong, then you got to come up off of that shit. The problem in this situation is I'm right. And you trying to change the email, uh, the voicemail that you sent right before that. The last episode, go back and listen to it. You didn't say anything about no fucking makeup. You just said they look alike. Uh, they look similar to each other. Um, but more importantly, the fact that you said with makeup, changing his cadence, all this shit, that's my fucking point. That's my whole point about Zoe Zaldana. So why would you call the show last week talking about Rod, you so wrong when you're saying exactly my fucking point, which is if you give someone a chance that people might be mad that they got casted, they might not think they look like them. But then you see the finished results, you see what the makeup people do, you see how they take on the role, you see how they change their cadence uh, and talk like them. And then all of a sudden, quote, they start to, quote, unquote, look like this person they're portraying. That's all. We, we, you, you, we saying the same thing, baby. Why you had to come up here and try to come at Rod? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. It's the same fucking point. You act like I just made some crazy ass point up. These niggas don't look alike. In the movie, they may have looked so uh, similar, but that's because that's the fucking job of the movie. And that's the point is the people at the movie have a job to do. Mm-hmm. Put the makeup on. Get you, you know, you're, you're acting straight. Get your set pieces. Get your clothing. Like, by the end of it, you should like look like Malcolm X if you're playing Malcolm mm-hmm. X. You better. Close to him as you can. Yeah, Michael Jamal Warner would look like Malcolm X if a, with enough glasses, hair dye, in a suit and makeup. Like, that's the fucking point. Uh-huh. It's like Halloween and shit. Like, you're supposed to look like whoever the fuck it is. So, you know, um, but, but, but I was saying in general, when that, when he first was cast as, you know, Malcolm X. People was angry. Yeah, many people were like, this dude does not fucking look like no Malcolm X. How's he gonna do this? And he did it. So all I'm saying, you gotta allow people a chance. I don't see how anyone can act like that's not the most reasonable of the stances. True. That's the truth. I'm not saying it'll be good. I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm not saying it'll be great. I'm saying you had to give a motherfucker a chance to fail before you just start dissing the motherfucker for trying. Like y'all dissing this chick for trying? Come on, man. It ain't on her. You know what I mean? Like that's not her fault that they want to make this movie and she won the role. All right, next voicemail. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, I just want to... Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Actually, no. I have one more thing to say to Keith. If you don't give a damn about nobody else's opinion but your own, why you call back? Hmm? Why you call back? Karen, you need to reload. I think you went off screen for a second. Okay. But, um, yeah. Why you call back, Keith? You picked up that phone. You dialed. You left a two-minute and 18-second message. 
and I stressed that it was under three minutes because you wanted it to get played on the show. You saw the poll, you was mad. I think you do care, Keith. And I don't think there's anything wrong with Karen. All right? There's too many people in the world that think Karen is passe, that they outgrown Karen, that something is wrong with caring about opinions and things. It's okay to care. And it's not your natural disposition to care, to not care. So don't fake the funk for me, Keith. All right? It's okay to call up here and have a dialogue. It's fine. And there's nothing wrong with caring about our opinions and vice versa. Every time you said that, I think you're talking about me. I want to go, huh? But you're not. Now, just because I don't care about most people's opinion does not mean you need to try to be like me. This life is not for everybody. I okay? can't. Ain't. Dismissing people for, for, for being dumb and ignorant and shit. It's not something just anyone can do. So don't try to be like me. All right. Stay in school. All right. Next voicemail. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, I just want to tell y'all, excellent Sunday show, man. And, you know, it just, it never ceases to amaze me how you all can keep it funny, but bring it when it comes to substance. Um, you, you guys are just fucking awesome, man. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. Um, keep up the good work, man. You know what I'm saying? I get with y'all. Peace. Peace. Chill with a nice voicemail. Nothing but compliments. <laughs> First voicemail of the week from Chill. Uh, there's several more I see on my list. Uh, over under uh, two voicemail, two more voicemails before she says fuck us. Hmm? I say under. Under. I say I say we're a couple voicemails away from like motherfucker. What do you mean you don't like Cheetos? That's my bit. Under. <laughs> All, right. All right. Next voicemail. What up, Rod, Karen, it's Josh. I ain't called in a minute, but I feel like I got no choice now. I just listened to that uh, Comic Sans episode and fucking around and got famous. Yeah, it was me who tweeted the nice pitch to Nick Jew. <laughs> Let me tell you what had happened. <laughs> you saw it, Teddy? show, I hear her name all the time, like, in the chats, and I heard her on the show, I'm like, She's, she was good, she was entertaining, she was cool. So I just wanted to give her a nice little compliment, yet be funny at the same time. And for some reason, I thought that was funny. I was cool. Uh, I just wanted to make Nick do know I did not mean to offend her if she's had any offense. Uh, same to Karen. Um, you know, I love titties and I love the ladies and I will I, always respect titties. I ain't mad at you, sir. But uh, I just want to let y'all know that's what's up. I hate to start a little scandal or some shit, some little titty gate or something. Titty gate. <laughs> but from now on, I want to let y'all know nice tits will be used in the place of goodbye or peace or I'm out. <laughs> so I want the rest of Black Out of Nation to do the same thing. We all just going to sign off nice tits from now on. Nah, speak for yourself. So y'all be easy. Take care. Nice tits. <laughs> All right, nice tits to you too, buddy. Um, yeah, it wasn't really a scandal or anything. I don't think I, we just made jokes about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, Nick Jew was offended mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I was, it was just more funny and just how f- funny the internet is and how frank people become. Yes, over the internet, it's just you know, it's like, hey, I saw you on the podcast. Nice titties. It's like <laughs> well, you would not say that. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's not like like you, you never been at a bar or something and be like, "Oh, Nick Chu, yeah, um, uh, you 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 know so and so. That's why you're here at the party. Yeah, okay, cool. Nice to meet you. Nice tits, by the way. Have a good one." Like it's just, <laughs> only on the internet is niggas just throwing out nice tits in the middle of a. You know, I don't think she was offended though. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but she did delete her Twitter account, y'all, and uh, she gone. So my nigga gone. I know, man. It's bullshit. Niggas on Twitter, man. Anyway, next, before I go on a rant, let me just go to some other shit. <laughs> I know, right? Niggas on Twitter, it's always got to have a joke, man. You just can't leave that joke sitting there. I always got to fuck with somebody. Meanwhile, next week, them same motherfuckers that were making jokes about Nick Jew will be on fucking uh some some grind about cause bullying telling us why internet bullying is wrong and these kids killing themselves and shit like fuck you man so full of shit you say whatever make you popular for the next week and shit mm-hmm. uh, sorry next question is the term self introspection redundant I just wanna know yeah I'm drunk then I'm uh Obama don't want. Oh, Lord. We went around this motherfucker. The ribs taste good. The grilled snapper tastes good. I'm glad it does. It's all love. That's all I want to know. Peace out. Hey, what's up, smooth criminal? I see you. Peace out. <laughs> I'm um, glad your your post uh Barack Obama winning election dinner was great. Yeah, she she that called. That shit sound like it was good too. She called me on the phone and was like, "I'm making ribs, my mama over here." Like they party that night, man. That was, they, like I was, I'm saying, dog. Like I just don't know how anyone had any doubt. Like you might as well party because it's gonna be a good night if you voting for Barack Obama. Not to mention the just sheer denial of republicans just the sheer stunned disbelief of i can't believe we lost was just mm-hmm. magnifique and the funny part about it they were saying that now since you can kind of go back and replay comments i forgot the lady's name but one of the uh republican people was saying if he wins we're gonna lose she said it months ago they was like no nah, chitter grips and all that shit she was like no nah, y'all understand we're gonna lose with him yeah well she said that because she didn't want him to be the nominee she was rooting for i think newt gingrich or something but mm-hmm. n- none of those motherfuckers could beat barack obama mm-hmm. i you know i'm just not even gonna go on the rant just i told y'all that's all the fuck y'all worried about niggas worried i don't think you know uh, uh, nigga is they got this <laughs> just shut the fuck up and chill all the charisma and talking good is over here and that's really all it fucking takes this is charisma and talking good. And not telling women they ain't shit for their vaginas. So as I seen the DNC, I was like, yeah, it's a wrap. Bill Clinton over there killing it. Like, <laughs> shut, shut y'all ass up. Anyway, next voicemail. Oh, yeah, my bad. Casey Stokey again. Sorry about that. But you know what? I'm going to need everybody on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, wherever the fuck you on, stop putting pictures up of the president with two chains on or with his face talking about you mad, they mad, this, this, and that, because you want people to respect the office of the president. But at the same point in time, 
you disrespecting the office of the president. And what it looks like to everyone else is that only black folks, poor folks, ignorant folks elected this man. And we all know that don't nobody get elected unless white folks vote. And yeah, I get it's all comedy and jokes, but you can't downgrade the office of the president while at the same time telling everybody who did not vote for the president to respect the president. And I, I mean, and as a soldier, I'm sorry. I know that I'm probably going to be the, the minority on this since that's my commander-in-chief, whether it be George Bush, whether it be Barack Obama. I got to respect that. I got to respect that level of commander-in-chief. So all I'm saying is especially for Barack Obama, a man I voted for, along with Clinton, along, I didn't vote for George Bush, I put it out there, but I still had to respect him the same way, so when everybody was making jokes about George Bush, I just had to be the fuck quiet. But if you want people to respect him, please stop dressing up the president in two chains, talking about two terms, and then <laughs> the time I want white folks to say, okay, Casey Storkow, love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's a complex voicemail yes that is so you go first go ahead karen I'll, I'll wait no i and i guess the thing for me is that i don't mind the jokes you know because barack obama even make jokes about himself on himself he, he's even turned a lot of what the republicans have said nasty about him and embraced it and basically threw it back at them in a jokeful manner, but in a respectful manner. Mm-hmm. And to me, um, I guess just my perspective, uh, people are so angry that you go, y'all mad? We're really, y'all going to be this mad about him being elected? And guess what? I'm sorry, sweetheart. The jokes are going to come. Mm-hmm. Because my Abby on Twitter right now is a picture of Michelle Obama going, oh, why you mad? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things where the anger is just so strong to you can walk past it if you choose to. Or you can just make jokes about it. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, I agree with uh, that. Uh, my, my main thing would be uh, the lesson I think you really need to learn from this election is that... Um, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this, but I mean, I understand you got to stop worrying about what the fuck white people think about us. Point blank. That's it. Just be you. If nothing else, this election, the fucking theme of this election is white people don't got to be down. You can still win the fucking office. That's the biggest in the United States. And I, and I think that shocked a lot of people. If for the first time ever, uh, white people did vote for Barack Obama, but for the first time ever, it's like black and brown people population was so huge and so instrumental in him winning that the white vote counts, but not as much. And it shocked so many people for the first time going, wow, you get 67, 80 percent of white vote and still lose. Uh, Yeah. Well, OK, that's part like the, the, my main thing is, look, stop worrying about white people. All right. You got to stop. 
is that they they gonna still be white and cool and do what they want like Mm -hmm. some white people are cool as shit and some ain't just like every other population of people that's right and you should not let what they think about us you however fucking define your own worth and value of your own opinion your own right to make a joke and shit like that you know i'm tired of motherfuckers always kind of catering to the idea of well what about when these white people see it what a fucking about it so what it's a fucking joke the, the person posting that picture does not actually think the president is fucking two chains the person posting that picture just thought it would be funny and the idea of two turns being said in the same cadence as two chains is pretty fucking funny yes it is you know i'm tired of the shit the same thing with the i remember the baraka flocka video hard in the paint <laughs> and some people were mad at that like no it stop worrying about fucking white people all the goddamn time man they are not worried about you they don't give a fuck so stop worrying about them they are like you know it's just like every population half of them are cool half of them ain't that's it <laughs> like have some of them are gonna vote for obama and some aren't but it's not like posting a picture of two chains and barack obama is the thing that tips over this nice upstanding white person that loves black people mm-hmm. into being like i fucking hate niggers that's mm-hmm. not how racism works <laughs> so if you're worried about that shit then you got to find something else. Now, if you're just worried about respecting the office of the presidency, I'm sorry, but president is half king, half job. And people Ah! are always going to make jokes. People are always going to take shots at the throne. They're always going to have pictures of George Bush looking like a monkey. Mm -hmm. They're always going to have some hood shit with Barack Obama. People just partying out here making these jokes. Let these motherfuckers make the jokes, dog. That's all you really can do. You don't have to party on all of them. You don't have to join in. You don't have to co-sign. You don't have to laugh. You stress yourself out, man. Yeah, I, I see that shit. Like someone sent me one, Barack Obama, and his, he's holding his wife and his family. He's got a flag. He's got all these beheaded leaders on it and Mitt Romney's head is on there. And you know what? I just didn't think it was funny. I didn't retweet it or laugh or, nope. or respond back. I was just like, okay, you know, it's too much for me. But it does. it's not because it's too much for some white people what the fuck who cares who the fuck cares man we always using this this like fucking fictional the the white man looking over us to judge like how we can act i don't care anymore i'm stopped caring it's the same shit that people use to say why trayvon martin getting shot is a thing that 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 uh, that they can understand it's the same fucking logic man oh he's wearing a hoodie and he's a black guy in a nice neighborhood uh, who gives a fuck at some point you got to just take the right to be you and chill that's it man stop letting these white people get you up like that man it's like they gonna laugh at you <laughs> i'm telling you the white person that is laughing at the two chains thing and thinking less of black people was already thinking less of your ass it's not like way before that pick yeah it's not like you know what i uh i used to like and respect black people but i saw one person acting crazy and uh that's it now they're all niggers to me i can't help myself get the fuck out of here calm down kc start he was i bet he was drinking he probably was drinking let me see what time we got that yeah 339 in the a.m he was drinking <laughs> everybody was in their emotions after that, that election dog <laughs> oh shit all right next voice man, man what, what, what kind of shit is that who the fuck you know, i wish somebody would tell my people you could have had this if you would have played your cards right 
Yeah, yeah you you would have played your card right into an ass whooping. That's what the fuck you would have did. <laughs> fuck you and your regular ass pussy and shit. Yeah, <laughs> all that shit. You keep fucking with me. I'll kill the dog and the motherfucking goldfish. Oh, <laughs> Lord. My people behind my back. Boy, look at, really? Who the fuck qualified that shit? How the fuck can you qualify saying something like that? That's some bullshit. Miss Karen, I'm with you. It's going to be problems. If you, especially <laughs> if you say it where I can hear. It's going to be problems anyway. But if you say it where I can hear, it's going to be problems on the spot. I'm going to jail at night. Please believe what I'm telling you. Like I hope nation. One love. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I agree, man. Like that, you gonna get somebody fucked up talking about something you could have had this if you. That ain't no ego boost. That's a, a get boosted, get beat up shit. <laughs> All right, next voicemail. Yeah, right. It figures y'all little pussy ass, punk ass, hillbilly cousins fucking each other, banjo playing cousin on the front porch state, we'll fuck up the whole federation, you know what I'm saying, and go for Mitt Romney. Uh, Not my fault. Let the record show that uh, even though we still count votes, uh, Obama done got our state, okay? Uh, second of all, let the record show that some of the partners are saying that that 47%, I should say, the infamous 47% take uh, <clears throat> was one of the downfalls, you know what I'm saying, to Romney's campaign. Uh, where was that tape film? Hmm. Oh, Florida. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Obama got the crown once again. So, like I said before, um, all of y'all motherfuckers who laughed at Florida because of our sword ratchetness and, you know, because of our face-eating episodes and shit, whatever, you know, uh, y'all need to get on y'all knees and just suck my steak, okay? <laughs> suck my steak, nigga. Take your tongue, roll it around the tip. You just put it in your mouth, in your motherfucking mouth, and swallow hard. Huh. How you like me now, itches? How you like me now? Black Out Hotel Nation. One love. Peace out. Peace out. That chill sure has a way with imagery and, and words. Don't shit, though. It's like the dick is practically in your mouth every time. Uh, <laughs> The, the number one, I gotta say, the over under was it two, and I feel like this counts as that second one. Just so, <laughs> uh, if you had the under or the over, you lost. It was exactly two. Um, I should have said it at a point five. Um, the other thing I was gonna say is, um, nigga, they still ain't counted the votes for your state. Get y'all counting together. How about that? It's simple math. One, two, three, four, five. What about counting is so fucked up in Florida it can't happen there? Count. At least we got our count in. Yes, it went for Romney, but goddamn, at least it was counted right. <laughs> shit. Florida was like, oh shit, did you say 552? Damn it, I got to start over again. Yeah, Florida was counting their votes like one, two, three, and then in the background, somebody was just like 742, 90, a billion to six, 29, 80 million. So it's like, it's like, oh, now I got to start over. Shit. One, to Florida only state count their ballots by hand. Get the fuck out of here. Terrible state. 
And to the rest of y'all motherfuckers, your mama, goddammit. <laughs> and another damn thing. Now, y'all motherfuckers that got me on Facebook and shit. All right, fine. It's cool, whatever. But you know what? Y'all motherfuckers ain't got shit to say. Motherfucker, I got it on my goddamn what the shit called. The news feed. Y'all motherfuckers ain't saying shit. That's what Facebook is about? Really? I mean, goddamn. I saw the news feed. Y'all got pictures of. Look at this picture. Look at that picture. Whatever. <laughs> really? That's what, that's what y'all wanted me on Facebook for? You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Y'all, really? I'm, I'm, man, you gotta get on shit. Twitter, dog. I'm delete my account. Y'all ain't saying shit, man. Y'all done piss me off. I'm finna start sitting motherfucking shit off of it now. God damn it. Nah, you know, I ain't got no problem. If y'all find out who I am and y'all request to be my friend, I'm just gonna click the, I'm, I'm gonna click the confirm button. I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Come on. But god damn, people. Y'all ain't got nothing to say. You know what I'm saying? Really? The only person I fuck with is, is, is Leonard Brothers. At least me and Leonard be getting our conversation on, off the record on y'all motherfuckers. We be having some nice conversations. <laughs> but y'all motherfuckers, god damn, man. Come on. Y'all, really? Y'all ain't got nothing to say? Mm. Shit. Boy. Man, I'm trying to, y'all better bring it. Or else I'm finna take my ass off of Facebook. Fuck y'all. And y'all want me on Twitter. Y'all must be out y'all goddamn mind. Twitter where is it, dog? Facebook. Fuck I'm gonna get on Twitter for? Anyway, that's all I had to say. Love y'all, Rod Karen. Y'all the shit. Y'all know y'all the shit. Y'all know y'all my heart. I love y'all. You too, uh, sweetie. Black Out Hotel Nation. One love. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Yeah, the way, the way you talking to you. Facebook ain't for you, cause most of the people, well, you got some ratchet ass people down on Facebook, but, but most of the stuff that you wanna do, it ain't on Facebook. Yeah, uh, first of all, I'm not asking you to get on anything, for the record, and I never have and never will. I mm-hmm. need, that's if you choose I to. I need everybody to understand this, cause I don't solicit anybody to do shit, and I don't want no blame. Cause people ask, no When you get on there and the shit Twitter. ain't how you want it to be, I don't mm-hmm. want no blame. But uh yeah, of the of the networks, if my belief is chill is more desired for Twitter because Facebook is like uh Twitter with your grandmama and mama and your boss watching. That's that's why people don't get, get froggy on Facebook. They they get they, they friended their jobs and shit. You yeah. you can't be out there wilding out and your job is your friend. Right. And like I said, I don't know how everyone runs their page. But I have to run mine with an iron fist because people forget that those are my friends. So it's like just because, you know, you think it's funny on the show that we say something or whatever. I don't need you talking to my aunt or my grandma or my uncle with some type of, you know, disrespectful language thinking that that's funny. It's like, nigga, like I will fucking chop you up over my aunt. So let's not even pretend that we need to do that, you know, so. Yeah, I think Twitter is more designed for people to just like to have some ratchetness. And, yeah, uh, and more, and Twitter to me, my person is just a lot more interactive than Facebook. Yeah, I think I'm gonna start a thread on the forums uh, for our site, uh, and uh, we'll just we'll we'll get everybody's Twitter handle in there so you guys can so, follow yep. each other. Yep. All right, next voicemail. Shirley Wong Esquire, I might need your help, home girl. Uh-oh. I just slapped the shit out of Ten Republicans today, man. <laughs> Ooh, and it felt good. Fuck them. Black Eyed Hotel Nation, one love. Peace out. <laughs> you better get on that, Shirley. She just called to say she slapped Republicans. All right, next one, man. <laughs> 
Jamal Montgomery. Very inventive. But first of all, I'd like to take a shout out and say thank you everybody for voting for my president once again. And fuck Mitt Romney and all his kids coming out there looking like the white Wu-Tang. Also, I caught that car roll shit. Fox News was better than the Daily Show, the Colbert Report, South Park, Key and Peel, all rolled in one. Because mm-hmm. that white denial was visceral. Uh, fuck Carl Rove. Oh, also, you want to check out Russ Limbaugh, because that nigga's disasturbating too. Rush, uh, O'Reilly, all of them saying that the white... That white people are not a minority, and the niggas spits and chanks is taking over. <laughs> All right, then, man. Holla. Bye. <laughs> uh, that was Abe's pimp calling from uh, coming from from Atlanta, and uh, yeah, that shit was hilarious, dog. That you 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 on point. I agree with everything you said, man. Next voicemail. Hey guys, it's Owen Collins. Uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for um, all that you do. Uh, that Trayvon Martin episode you guys were talking about, thank you so much for still talking about that. It scares the shit out of me how quickly that uh, that stopped being an issue. Um, I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how I would live myself being under the fear of constantly fearing being shot just for walking in the wrong place, let alone having kids or sons. Like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how how every black person in America isn't crazy with rage all the time. Like, it, it blows my mind, and um, it's it's amazing. And thank you again for, for talking about it. Uh, I also wanted to thank Karen for her live tweets for the last episode me and Chill recorded. That means so much, man. Like, if I had any doubts about whether or not uh, we should be doing what we're doing, I don't anymore. And uh, I can't thank you enough for that. It means it means the world to, to have you... Um, respond like that and it, it really you know doing this show has made me realize how much work you guys put in because i'm hardly doing any of the work i'm not doing the production i'm not posting it and it's crazy how much fucking work goes into this shit mm-hmm. i'm just trying to get my computer ready so that i can take over that end of it and it's been a fucking two-week process so far mm-hmm. and like everybody out there who, who doesn't do a podcast and all that like you guys have no idea how much work these guys put in three episodes a week I, I don't know how you do it. You're amazing to me, uh, and I appreciate it. You're an inspiration, and it's uh, truly fucking awesome. Um, the other day, my little girl, she's 20 months old. She uh, she's just starting to learn how to walk, and she just just took her first. Uh, she stood up on her shaky legs and took a couple of little steps on her own. Walked over to the table and grasped it, Aww. and uh, she went over there to steal a piece of her brother's cheddar cheese. And, uh, <laughs> got a little tear. Wow, to be so proud. It really cracked me up. That's what she did for her first step. So there you go. I'm telling you, it's true. We are a bunch of cheddars. Um, yeah, Rod is my favorite political pundit. Every time he's talking about politics, it just it's awesome. It's, it's so fucking refreshing to hear somebody with his opinions uh, go on and uh, not to go on and on about it. But yeah, really loved the. Hearing that, and um, I had a question for you. Like, what do you guys think about this NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, that allows Americans to be detained without uh, charge indefinitely? It's, it's 
scares the hell out of me, man. Mm. Uh, just wondering what your thoughts were on it. And as far as these people who are saying you're not a comedy podcast, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> and on behalf of Chill, uh, I don't have authorization for this, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, you can go ahead and suck all 14 of Chill's dicks at once. <laughs> fuck you. There's uh, 100 American comedians out there with their own podcast. If you want stand-up comics doing a fucking podcast, go listen to that. Fuck off, goddamn haters. Uh, sorry, that pisses me off. There's never been a black guy who tips that wasn't funny, that didn't get me cracking up in public and making me look like a fool in a grocery store or some shit like that. So, anyways, <clears throat> fuck the haters. Love you guys. Thanks for what you do. And uh, take it easy. Oh, man. Thank you so much, Owen. Thank that's you, Owen. First ever message that's been over three minutes, and I played all of it because it's awesome. Yes. Um, amp up plus because I couldn't believe. It's like if he goes over three minutes, it must it's be important. important. It, yes. <laughs> it's like it must have been something uh, worth hearing. Um, but uh, also, uh, yeah, I, yeah, the people that I don't know if the people mean it as an insult or a a uh, compliment or they don't they know where to put us accurate yeah i don't like to be honest i don't know what they mean when they say uh it's not a comedy podcast um we did get nominated as the most original mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. on um stitcher. stitcher so maybe you know people just don't know how to define it because typically your comedy podcast is some you know stand-up comedian talking about stand-up and giving his opinion on stuff yeah. but i feel like um you know, I listen to some of these podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts and people that I consider comedians. It's not like the entire purpose of their show is to stay light and funny. They talk about serious <laughs> yes, things. They do. Um, they talk about, you know, they give serious opinion and mm-hmm. it's not just a bunch of a laugh a minute all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it just, I guess it just depends on how you define it. I don't know, you know, what they would define a comedy podcast as. Is it, you know, something where it's a bunch of skits? I don't know, you know. Uh, as far as the NDAA, um, that, I, okay, so the main thing that people get mad about with the NDAA is, you know, the fact that you can surveil and lock up, um, people, even American citizens, uh, without really showing, um, why or whatever. Um, I guess, I don't worry about it, to be quite honest with you, because, and maybe I'm just being naive, but I really just think that they would lock up motherfuckers that are, uh, they think are terrorists. Yep. Um, now, that's a slippery slope, obviously, because, yes, it is. you know, that doesn't mean that the next administration can't get in there and just lock motherfuckers up really nearly for... You know, hey, you you don't support my administration. I'm gonna lock you up. Mm-hmm. But um, I just have to hope that the checks and balances and the people in power are at least uh, somewhat uh, paying attention to that and who's getting locked up and all that shit. But um, I am just not. Uh, I'm. I just don't think I'm a liberal or just that type of Democrat that really gives a fuck. Um, I feel like Jack Bauer. Um, 24 <laughs> is, is about how I feel terrorism should be treated. Like you just do what the fuck you need to do to keep it from happening. And if that means, uh, interrogating some motherfucker or fucking them up because, you know, their part of their job was dealing with this shit or something. It's just fucked up, man. Just casualty of wars. I hate to be pragmatic and realist about that type of shit, but 
I don't think there's any way to do war or to fight something like terrorism and be 100% clean with it. I think you're going to have to get your hands dirty and you're going to do some fucked up things. And it's not going to all be above the board. It's going to be illegal uh, because the people you're fighting they're not they're not going by any rules you know no, they're not they make yeah it's, and um i i don't believe in the whole batman thing of well this is what keeps us from being them it's like nigga they winning like ah! like if they win and do what the fuck it takes to win um i never was against waterboarding or torturing people i was only against george w bush and dick cheney acting like it was okay to talk about like that's the shit that like i just want you to say we don't do that shit and lie to me because that's what a smooth <laughs> motherfucker would do. Like, I didn't want Barack Obama to close Gitmo. I wanted this nigga to stop talking about it. And he did. And that's what I'm for. Like, it's, like I, it's fucked up, but it's the whole thing of what you're doing is fucked up. It's the difference. It's, it's two fucked up choices. You know, it's, it's, well, do we not want these powers? And then we start, you know, we submit a warrant. We submit, you know, paperwork, documentation. We wait for a trial. In order to find out some evidence on, that might be affecting uh, someone who's, a, you know, about to kill 3,000 people or something. Like, what do you do? You know, like, what, like look at uh, um, look at the latest, uh, the, the NBC attack. I believe it was Libya, I think. But mm-hmm. look, at the, look at the NBC attack there where it's like, okay, um, l- let's say it leaks that. Well, we thought that this person that is an American, but they we think they were leaking information and they helped, you know, set this up so that, you know, this is the time where it was least secure and the terrorists were able to come in and attack this embassy. Uh, but we didn't want to arrest an American. You know, you have to go through the proper channels and you got to do this. You got to do that. I wonder if people would be like, man, fuck that. Just wiretap their ass and save all those lives. Don't worry about the procedures right now is not a time for procedures so you know it's a dangerous game man personally i just would like to hope that we have rules that some rules yeah that, that we are breaking and nobody knows that's how i would like to think of it and not as fucked up as that is lie to me just kill a motherfucker don't let me know i just let me ah! believe that the peace is intact and everything everything's a, a running board. smooth yeah like I like they fired the CIA uh, head Petraeus because he had an affair yep. or something. Mm-hmm. I say you don't fire him for having an affair. I expect Mm-mm. you sneaky ass CIA people to have affairs. Yeah, you I- fire that motherfucker for getting caught because you supposed to be sneaky. And your That's ass your got job. Caught. And you got to go because we can't have motherfuckers getting caught. Can't keep out secrets. Here. So that that's my opinion. Karen, if you want to add anything, feel free. I, I do understand what you're saying, but also I do understand what Owen is saying too. Is it's it's kind of frightful to know that anybody can be a target, but to an extent I'm like Roderick, most likely they're gonna go after terrorists. The problem is that if people become too free and liberal, you know, start arresting people and like they do in other countries that protest against the government and mm-hmm. you know, that's when you run into the issues because we do have the freedom of speech here. Yeah. And once you start trying to shut shit like that down, that's where you come into the point where it becomes an issue and a problem. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying I understand the tactic, and I think that's if I had to write, like if I if they asked me uh, if I was in a room and they said, "Look, we suspect so and so is using doing something and is helping terrorists, and they're American." And we don't have a warrant. We don't have any reasonable suspicion to put them in, 
you know, in custody and all this shit. Uh, but we feel like if we interrogated them, we could stop the uh, bombing that is about to happen. Uh, and I was the guy that they asked in the room. I'd say, do it. So that's as fucked up as that is. Said, that's why you are not in the room, sir. Uh, well, the people in the room would probably say do it too. That's why they have this, this that's why they passed this bill, Karen. Yes, that's true. So I'm not. Well, I would want that decision, so. Yeah, I'm not in there because, and that's the diff, that's the thing about leadership that people don't want to respect is that the, the truth of the matter is everything is a choice between two bad decisions. Yes. Most of the tough choices are why, you know, okay, well, don't bail out the auto industry. Well, they can all go bankrupt. Well, then, well, the then without jobs. yeah, well, then the person campaigning against you was like, he let the auto industry go bankrupt. Well, okay, well, I'll save it. Oh, well, he's the guy who gave away free money to the fucking auto industry and your tax dollars to save the auto industry. Why the fuck do you have to spend money to save them? They should have went bankrupt. Like you, you just can't win. And that's why president is that, you know, the fucked up position uh, in the country is. Yes. Everything you do is, you know, pick between this fucked up choice or this one. And that's why within uh, 60 seconds of being elected president or being elected for another term, your hair significantly gets 30 shades grayer. <laughs> right. All right. Next question. Hey, what's going on, Ron and Karen? This is Travis. I uh, love the show. You know, spreading the word about the show. You know, telling my friends about it who just got their iPhone 5 and uh, they're loving it. You know, just spreading the good word around. Uh, where do I start? Yeah, right. I listened to your show a couple of. I've been listening to, listen to your show for a while. I used to get mad at you. I'm from Florida. I used to get mad at you every time. Every time you read an article, it's always Florida. I'm like, damn, right on, right on. I was picking up Florida. And when they, when it was November 6th, I see why. We, I don't understand. We, I see why you picked that. So we still count. What well, today is? Well, I'm calling it Friday, and we still count. <laughs> we not, we not, we didn't even find out who won the election yet. I heard they're gonna find out Saturday. You know, you know, I'm not mad at you now for um, picking that Florida because uh, this is a dumbass state. And um, I'm from Broward County, and um, it, it took me what three and a half hours just to get in to vote. You know, three and a half hours I was in line, but it was well worth it. You know, so I'm not mad about that. You know, happy whatever the results came out. And um. I was listening to the show, uh, episode 379. It was a good, you know, it was a good show from the beginning. The, the attorney lady, uh, I forgot her name. Um, she was, she was okay from the beginning. And as the show progressed, it seemed like she, she wasn't, she didn't want to say anything. And <laughs> I know he was helping her out, trying to, you know, get her in some of the conversation, but, um, seemed like she was toned out or seemed like she wanted to leave. And especially when he was talking about, um, about the race situation, she didn't want to get involved. <laughs> I might understand why she didn't want to get involved, but she's, you know, studied to be an attorney, and she didn't want, you know, this to come back and haunt her, you know. Yeah. You know, she was a black guy who tips and, you know, talking about race, and she didn't want to get involved with that, but I can understand that. But, um, yeah, but she must be one of the worst guests you ever had. I, since <laughs> I've been listening to your show, because uh, she, she, she thought she was embarrassed a couple of times. She didn't want to get involved with nothing, but, you know, shit happens but uh you're just doing a good show y'all keep up the good work and um i'm spreading the good word around and i uh, i went and voted um for you uh so i hope you win and um uh, just keep up the girl and i'll talk to y'all later peace peace uh thank you for voting for us yes um, and uh, go ahead Karen. and in her defense 
People have to realize she used her real name. She's trying. To, right. She's a lawyer, y'all. Like, like she can't it was be Amanda Butler Jones cracking racial jokes with us and yeah. going and going and trying to pass the bar. Yeah. First of all, she was. I thought she was a lovely guest. I learned a lot. Um, um, and uh, you know, fellas, if you, you know, she's single. She's about to be a lawyer. Um, but uh, she was very nice. Um, she also uh, informed us like so much, you yes. know, um, about social justice, about the Trayvon Martin case, about you know staying uh, vigilant, um, about what was on the ballot in your states, um, and yeah, I get why she couldn't do guess the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't even want to call it guess the race. You just call it the racial situation. <laughs> the race situation. No, it's called guess the race. And it's really fucking offensive, uh, to a lot of people. Um, and I could definitely understand why. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I ain't thought, running for office. I ain't, yeah, know, I mean, I no if my degree. job was on the line, I also would not be playing guess the race or doing a podcast. I mean, for all half the audience knows, our name is just Rodimus Prime. Like, they don't know my fucking full government name and, all that shit, and there's a reason for a lot of that is, you know, you don't want to be necessarily tied to something that people might not get the joke and then try to turn it into something negative. Uh, I don't want, you know, some lawyer going against her to go, go, well, Amanda Butler Jones actually thinks Chinese people Ah! are people who can't drive well but love soy sauce. As she said on The Black Guy Who Tips, let's roll the tape. Yes. Like, no, we're not going to fuck up this we, young black woman's we, we career. Have to, we have to live uh, spreecast uh, audio right here. Yeah, for the sake of comedy, just fuck up her career. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, anyway, but I enjoyed her a lot. She was great. Me too. So, like I said, fellas, I'll let Anyway, Chelly, Chell, another message. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, y'all know that Monday is Veterans Day. But I'm here to remind you that uh, Monday is also Black a Republican with a hard dick day. All right? Oh, what's up? Let's go down. And for those of you out there listening that might be Republican, uh, y'all might want to stay y'all motherfucking ass in the house. The chances are, if you come outside, you're probably going to get slapped with a hard dick. And you might get slapped with a hard dick by me. Oh, All right. Jesus. Black out who nation. love. Peace out. <laughs> I like the new way she ended it. Man. Me too. That's Peace good. out. Black out this nation. One love. Peace out. Next voicemail. Hi, Red and Karen. This is Camille. I had to call in. Thank you for saving my mother freaking life. Uh oh. All right. So. I don't belong in prison or in jail. Like, I wouldn't even be able to survive a night in jail. I would just eat the girl. Die. Really. Um, so, okay. I'll tell you my problem. I got my car in 2010. It was a, it was a used car. It was a rental car for a year, right? Mm-hmm. So when I got it, like, sometimes when I turn on the heat, or when I turn on the AC, there's this strong smell that just fills up my car. It's me, right? And I don't smoke. No one smokes in my car. So there's no other explanation. Well, 
punishment other than there being like weed hidden in my freaking car from someone that drove my car um, before, you know, the dealership got it. So I've been trying to figure out lately. I've been talking about it a lot lately because I'm kind of paranoid. I don't know what to do. What if I get stopped? Because, you know, I kind of speed. Right. So what if I get stopped because I'm speeding or something or whatever, and the smell is so strong, and the cop happens to have a freaking drug dog, you know, and they smell my car, and there's, like, a whole bunch of weed in inside, hidden inside somewhere. Like, I'm screwed. They're not going to believe cold, you know. I bought my car used. It was in here. I didn't know what to do. So I thought about calling, you know, or going up to a cop and asking them, like, what I should do about it. But then when I heard on your show today about the couple that was in jail for two days, two days, no, (laughs) I don't know what I would do. I can't go to the cops because I'm brown and black. I'm black and brown. Maybe if I was white and I, you know, said, hey, can you please check my car and, you know, tell me if there's any weed in it because I smell something. Sometimes when I turn on the AC and the heat, you know, maybe then they'll be helpful. But if I go in there as this brown and black person that I am, I'm going to jail. So I just wanted to thank y'all. For saving my life. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't call the cops and say you smell weed in your car because you're not white, and apparently um, that is not the penalty for, <laughs> for <laughs> that. You become the suspect number one. Is all I'm saying. It's like that Chappelle joke. Apparently, this Negro broke in and put up pictures of himself and his family everywhere. Everywhere. All right, that last voicemail. Hey, Rod and Karen. This is Jamie calling again from D.C. Uh, I wanted to, first I wanted to say that I just listened to podcast, I think it was 377 Comic Sans. Young. Why must these people hate on LeBron Young? Why must they? Man, when I seen that commercial for the first time, man, that damn motherfucker get Patrick Ewing smile on my face, dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they won't leave this man alone, young man. And, uh, when his son hit that laugh, dog. Mm. When his son hit that laugh, dog. Priceless, man. <laughs> I went to the the Heat and Hawks game last night with my cousin that lived down in Atlanta. I stayed down there with him. So we was watching a game or whatever, and, you know, he a Dad Hall Hawk fan or whatever. It was a whole lot of Heat fans in there, right? So towards the end of the game, it was a close game. Man, while LeBron hit a little 23rd footer with 13 seconds left, dog, I was partying like shit. <laughs> man, I don't know why they won't leave this man alone, dog, but, man, I just wanted to call and get these little LeBron haters, son, man. Y'all have a good day. 
Uh, you too, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, that Peace. that commercial is comedy to me. Every time that little boy laugh, I'll be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Your daddy a champion. Yes, sir. Fuck these motherfucking haters. <laughs> they happy. <laughs> yes, sir. Are you mad? Um, all right. <clears throat> Voicemails. The bar. Voicemails? I mean, emails. Okay. How about to say? Wait a minute. Did we just play them? That's correct, Karen. I messed up. I made a mistake. I said voice instead of E. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did, sir. I'm trolling back here. <laughs> uh, the bar from Lionel Joyner. What's up, guys? Just wanted to follow up on your question about the bar on show 379, Death Metal. Your guest did a great job explaining the bar as an attorney. I wish her the best as she enters her profession. As of last Friday, I became barred in my second state, so I guess I can attest to how it hurts your wallet. Here's a pretty general rundown of your cost for the bar as a law school grad. $200 for a pre-bar test on the rules for professional conduct that you have to pass. $700 to apply for the bar. And the character and fitness, some states have a separate cost for each. $2,000 plus for at least one bar prep course. Some people take more than one because there are courses that focus on certain parts of the bar. About $200 to $300 once you pass the bar in dues and taxes just to activate your license. Shit. Now, once you get licensed in one state and want to get licensed in another state, the cost to apply for the bar and the character and fitness doubles generally. Doubles? Why does it double? Because it's another state. So you got to pay twice for your state and they state? I don't understand. Yeah, Karen, you don't get a license just to practice law in every single state. Uh, as your guest said, it is certainly a gatekeeper, both cost-wise and substantively. Substantively, The bar itself is a two- to three-day exam, depending on your state. Shit! Well, you take a six-hour, 200-multiple-choice question test one day, a six-hour, six to 12 question essay question exam on another day and a half of a day and a half of testing on short answer and a mock case that you have to write about depending on the state so yes it's a lot of ridiculousness yes it is and you know what you go through all that trouble i better make some fucking money and yes i am esquire everything shit my first name would be esquire 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 yes uh, I'm loving the comments from my man, uh, Corey. He says, I'm loving the comments these motherfuckers making like this one. You can remove your lips from his black ass or black dick now. I don't know. It's just some gobbledygook. Uh, grolics, I guess. From his black grolics now, maybe you will be able to report the news without being so biased now that your boy got back in. I saw this movie. I don't care to watch it for another four years since we already know what the ending is going to be. Murphy, nine minutes ago. I guess there's a comment someone left on a news site. I don't know. Wow. And he says, I think they mad, bro. Laugh my ass off. Obama! I think they mad too, son. Jessica Kane writes in, oh my, hi Rod and Karen, I have an addiction to reading job descriptions and I came across this one today, she puts a link to a job description, she says, you may want to read it, um, uh, oh wait, no, you don't have to read it, okay, good, thank God, I'm not going to lie to you Jessica, I did not want to read that, so, <laughs> I appreciate you being frank and honest uh, with the show, so she says, you don't have to read it. 
It's a customer support position for a library content provider, but under we'd appreciate but don't require is love of cheese. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, my God. I laughed so hard in my office, but had to close the window real quick. Can't be looking at other jobs on the job, but I just thought it was hilarious. (laughs) Anyway, have a great day. Jessica, a.k.a. the official librarian of the Blackout Tips and Dagetarian. Um, you know what's funny about that, Jessica? Um, I just, I wonder if you could sue for racial discrimination. Like, obviously, <laughs> these motherfuckers are only hiring whites only. Well, how do you know? They said love of cheese, cheese is required, but it's not required, but recommended. It's clearly racial bias. Black people don't love cheese that much. Um, all right, so uh, let me give you another uh, voice uh, email. Email, Karen. Okay, email. 376 period from David P. He says, big up to Karen for being concerned with us Canadians regarding Hurricane Sandy. The tsunami warning was for the Canadian West Coast due to an earthquake. Okay. Also, Batman, the animated series, I remember watching this thinking this is not only for kids. There were so many adult themes interlaced in this series, Rod. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, Rod, I've seen Kendrick Lamar's name being bounced around for a while. Can't say I really checked this stuff, but because of your endorsement, I'll go cop that. Keep up the good work, Rod and Karen. Obama! In Justin voice. <laughs> That's been a theme. Uh, Professor LCH writes in. She says, they mad! <laughs> Hi, Rod and Karen. Happy 45, 50, 45, wait. I fucked up. Happy 44, 45. Three exclamation points. My new post-election pre-inaugural greeting. (laughs) (laughs) Happy 44, 45. I like that. I saw the Rove meltdown on election night on Fox. I appreciated the blackout tips explanation of his colleagues on the set trolling him. Yes. I don't watch Fox, so I was very surprised to see the newscaster get up from her studio desk, order the cameras to follow her, and walk down the long hallway to the Geek Squad. And they was hot. They looked like, what the fuck you doing in here? That was the Geek Squad, by the way. I thought, wow, that's gangster. Who is this woman putting her foot in rows behind this way? Earlier, she asked him if the numbers were cited that he cited were actually were actual or the ones to make himself feel better. LOL. Mm-hmm. Wow. Watching the beast eat its own, i.e. turning on road for his ridiculousness to ignore their own pain at their loss was awesome. Yes, it was. But some folks on the far left, as it turns out, were heated, too, that President Obama won a second turn so handily. Why? On my way to an appointment, I listened to a super-duper revolutionary, not-community terrestrial radio show called IBSU Not. The Super Funky Soul Power Hour. Truth, here's the link. Oh, Um, Lord. I haven't clicked on the link, but I'll take a word for it. I'll put the link in the chat, actually. Yeah, on Spreecast, man, they had this new thing where um, you can actually put the links in the chat so when we talk about certain things... Uh, people that are watching live get to actually see the link yep. uh, on the screen. Yep. They can click on it and go check out what people are talking, talking about. about. Yep. Um, so, yeah. And also on the replay, you can watch the replay videos of our shows and the chat runs in real, in the time that it was on the replay. Mm-hmm. So whatever people said, you can see what they said at that moment in the show. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. So she says, what the F get the fuck out of here. 
right off the bat the name was clown ish uh it was just a matter of time before the buffoonery would occur i was right the host and the guests were going on and on and on about an article written in some where they published that at newspaper newsletter about the real barack obama as an imperialist who's killing africa and deceiving us now i'm all for revolution and such stuff of misguided oppressed and resentful minds why when i was a young thing i used to be all in regarding this kind of conversation just like church loving the lingo and the rhythms watching the wanting to believe so hard but always keeping at least one foot out the door because i spy trifle in this Mm -hmm. today i am all out just like church though (laughs) though i am still fluent in the lingo and understand it so i listen but as I listened, I found myself cursing the host and his guests talking the most ish about President Obama three days after the election. I wanted to call and troll the hell out of them and ask, so how many out of wedlock kids do you have? By how many women? How long was your marriage? Has your marriage lasted? But it does it matter that you will never have an audience with President Obama because you won't, even with all of these $25 words you're dropping? Then it occurred to me, you mad? Yes. Everyone in their realm is swooning, swooning, giving each other the head nod. Sisters are walking with pep in their step. Hat tip to the five starter is, uh, yeah, five star gave, uh, sisters two weeks off. They have not been put on notice in two weeks. They, they haven't had things. Yeah, they're about to get out of control. I don't know what tone is thinking, but I hope he knows what he's doing over there. Uh, so pep in the step is on high post elections. So very many of us are basking in the glow of the impossible done twice and utter triumph of president Obama. Thanks so very much. Thanks to so very many of us defying the odds, obstruction, mishap, lies, intimidation, hours of waiting and other modern poll tax manifestations. We don't feel broken. We feel empowered. And it dawned upon me that the host was furious that he cannot say, I told you so. They ain't going to let no black man. I knew they were going to take him out of the way when it's time for the real work to begin. And I knew he was a plant. And when them white boys want ah. him gone, he'll be gone. You know, and yeah, I agree with her. A lot of people are mad that they were wrong about this shit happened once. It won't happen again. And, you know, everybody wants to be so right. And everybody, no one's going to turn up. People thought it was just about hope. And now everybody's disillusioned. Well, guess what? Motherfuckers still turned out to vote. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of states, higher numbers, like a lot of states had more um, early votes than they did in the last election. Right. I think the true fear of what Republicans have found out with this last election, people didn't just become politically informed. They didn't just become uh, a little bit, you know, aware they became politically active and that is a completely different beast than what we have seen before. Yes, it is. You have young people who have causes now. Yes. They did not have a cause before before. Mm -hmm. that. Our generation's young people don't have causes. They don't Mm -hmm. fight the same way. And all of a sudden you found young people that gave a fuck four years after something. And that just was not, something that you would count on in the past yeah that's that's true too and also i think uh with a lot of laws they were trying to pass a lot of you know voter ids and voter suppression i think a lot of people was like you know what i'm gonna be sure my vote count i'm gonna be sure my vote counts so much that i'm gonna go early vote and if i can't early vote i'm gonna get together so i can vote yeah. Like people's like, y'all not gonna strip me of my vote. How many people have we had on the show, have we interacted with 
that did not do what they did four years ago. Like what I mean by that is Imani uh, Gandhi, uh, Imani Gandhi, um, mm-hmm. she, uh, Angry Black Lady did not exist. Her website did not exist mm-hmm. four years ago. It did not. These are people that are empowered, man, and they, they're making a living. This, mm-hmm. You know, Elon James White, you know, that calling to do blacking it up, I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, part of it is being a comedian, part of it is being tech, not taking any work away from him, but I'm just saying something about the election of the president, uh, Obama, gave him the impetus or uh, impetus i think that's how you pronounce it to like to continue to persevere to like make something out of nothing mm-hmm. and to create and to and to strive to create to continue it's not like well okay um you know i started this show and obama got elected and i talked about it for a couple of years but you know the novelty's worn out now i'm done no People have started things that are continuing to exist, mm-hmm. and it's because America gave them hope. Yes. And that's something that, as corny as it sounds, you can't take away from people, and it's persisting. So Yes, that, and also, I think, for the, for the simple fact that years ago when we first voted, it was never any excitement like, like when Barack Obama first got elected. Yeah, but you know, more important so, than the more. Oh, go I'm sorry. Go ahead. No problem. So when you were talking about the, the the drive for us, we never had that drive. Like you know, people got excited they could vote, but it, it's never like this where we well we go okay, I voted. Now let me go vote again because I'm excited about the candidate. Whatever it's like, I'm voting because that's what I'm supposed to do. Right, exactly. Like the first one was more novelty mm-hmm. for a lot of people, or it was—I won't even say it was more novelty. It was the idea that it could have been novelty. Mm-hmm. This second term, mm-mm. you got to come off of it. You can't believe that this is only because people are just somehow enthused about being different and voting for the black guy. Mm-mm. At this point, they're simply selecting who is the best candidate, mm-hmm. and that is revolutionary. It is. And that is making some people mad because they were predicting a higher turnout for white people, lower turnout for minorities, and they were absolutely wrong. It was reverse. They were predicting women were going to be this way and that way. They were wrong. And now they want to turn it on to some, you know, well, he ain't this and he ain't that. Don't matter, dog. He won. Like the Republicans that were like, he should be humbled by this victory. It wasn't even close. It was an ass whooping. So there's nothing to be humbled about. You should be humbled, motherfucker. You need to start tailoring your platform to more than just rich people and old white men. Which is never going to happen. But if you want to win, don't ever say never, Karen. You can never say never with this shit. Because these parties have changed over time. Conservatives were not this conservative. Like, conservatives weren't this extreme in our lifetime, Karen. No. They they change. And they will change if they can wish to continue to exist. That's true. That's true. It's, it's just for the fact that you're going to have to show me that you give a fuck about my vote. But so far, you have not showed me that. Agreed. Agreed. I'm not saying it won't. I'm not saying they have or that's what I'm, my evidence is simply that they they wish to continue to exist. Yes. They so do. they will conform. I'm not saying they'll make the most conform like they won't. There's a lot of shit they won't be able to convince their party to do, but they will change. Because this is real yeah, it's and will exist into uh, perpetuity 
as far as from the from the looks of things latinos will continue to grow as a population blacks will continue to grow as a population uh you know gay people are never going to come to your side as long as you're against them uh women are not going to sign up to not have rights of their uh, control of their own vaginas this is going to be a problem these platforms are untenable and they are going to continue to wither and die unless the party changes and they will change not out of any genuine uh want to Mm -hmm. to be progressive and be better they will change because they want to continue to exist and to have a reasonable chance of winning uh the presidency and other offices every single term true Um, Now, what will be interesting to me with this election is in two years, that's when you see who is um, motivated by simply the president being up or when you see people are just motivated by the fact that, you know, um, like they're not motivated anymore. They're just like, I don't want to go vote on this thing Mm -hmm. two years from now Mm because it's just my government and my state. True. And uh, that's what we'll see a lot. And that actually matters more than the president. Exactly. We'll see a lot of people true colors then um i mean it'll be down but i just want to see like what the young vote is what the what the black vote is what you know let's see then because uh that makes a big difference that's it does that's actually where the change happens by the way it's not these presidential elections Mm -hmm. it's the off cycle joints Mm -hmm. that uh really uh give people the power and authority to make broad sweeping changes to legislation um all right she says um the host was mad because he couldn't take a dump on our tried and true affection for president obama and triumph in making his uh, making this system do what it can do despite itself um he wanted us the folks who were working with the system particularly black folks to be heartbroken disappointed disaffected and dejected he wanted us to learn that we can't win and we need men like him to speak for our pain and huddle with us in our misery yeah, he was disasterbating, Professor LCH. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are better at disasterbating than they are at accepting success. Yes, they are. It's like, I'd rather sit back and complain because that's easier and familiar than saying, you know what? I was fucking wrong. Everyone proved me wrong. Everyone went out and voted. And uh, Barack Obama is uh, simply the better candidate. And, he and won. moving on. That's so many folks. Black ones in particular with new coalition partners, Asians, Latinos, are determined to participate in this system despite its flaws, ugliness, and imbalance. Had old boy burning. That burning. Girlfriend, I burning. Folks who bet against President Obama and lost are hurting on the left and the right. Mm-hmm. Jerks. Smile Don, yours, Professor LCH. She said jerks. Thank you. Um, last email. Election Day bitterness from Carl D. He says, sup, Rod and Karen. Most of the white people in our service and parts department are moderate and or extreme Republicans that love Fox News. Yikes. So I bet that Wednesday felt great. I bet you did. Man, I'm not going to front. I couldn't wait to go to work on Wednesday. So I know Carl probably woke up like, mm, let's put it on Fox News all day. Turn the volume up. Let me bring some Krispy Kreme donuts in here for everybody. <laughs> So one week before the election, they were looking at Gallup's and Rasmussen's elect- electoral map. Uh, no lie, once every hour. I happened to glance at the map and I admit Romney winning. Tuesday, November 6th, one of the Republicans asked me, did you vote out of revenge or love of your country? What kind of question is that? I just looked at him and asked, what revenge? And he looked at me funny and walked off. Just before leaving 
work a group of republicans asked me what do you do if romney wins i said when he wins i will let you know wednesday november 7th (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i was ready to party on all the republicans romney lost a question six same marriage passed in maryland i get into work and it's quiet and we had cars to work on but it was silent yep no it is a 30 bay shop that's a pretty big shop no free morning papers but were uh but were there but oh no free morning papers they were they were normally there each morning but not today some Republicans something Some Republicans not even looking in my direction. Some of the faces got red and smiled and said good morning. Some called out because they were mad. Even management was out. Oh shit. <laughs> That's what you get for, for talking about the shit in the workplace. Taking a day off work. Oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah, some were black. I've I've seen some some people in my job were black and talking about this the death of the country. Like wow. what? I didn't say anything, but I was looking like, y'all gotta be fucking kidding. It is not that serious, y'all. Yeah, if I took the day off work after the election, it's because I partied on that cracking. Yes. Um, then a coworker came in and had a fresh hood Obama tee on walking around the, dis- the dealership. <laughs> uh, I said all this, to, I, I say all that to say, no solid head nods at my job. The Obama supporters were on that make them mad. Well, I don't know, man. I, it's obviously each job, but I'm still sticking with solid black head nod day is the Wednesday after black people get elected. Because um, one, that's funnier. And two, it was true at my job and many, many other people chimed in. I actually say retweet on Twitter if you did the solid head nod to black people today. And a lot of people did. So, uh, all right, man. Um, tomorrow, I guess, should be Bill. Beatty, um, you guys gonna find out about some gambling and some sports and some overseas adventures. Hopefully, um, everything goes right. He's all the way across the world, so uh, you know timing will be of the essence. But 10 a.m. tomorrow, we should be on Spreecast for a live show. Um, you, thank you guys so much. Yes, really. thank you guys. Thanks for checking out the live shows. Thanks yes. for your feedback. Uh, thanks for. Our, Everything that you're doing. Karen has to get her hair done today, so we're not taking any calls or anything like that. But uh, we appreciate everybody that puts in on this, man. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, but you do because you're cool. And thank you for the votes. And I got everybody's address, so I will be me- getting the um, stuff mailed out from our store uh, this weekend. Um so, yeah, thank you. Of course, the contact information is on the blackoutist.com slash about page. Leave comments, vote in the polls, and, uh, you know, share everything, y'all. Follow us on Twitter. I'm Rodimus Prime. I am saying that again. That is in D-A-T. The show Twitter is T-B-G-W-T. So, until next time, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.
nigga size ring. Carrots ain't nothing when the cabbage ain't nothing. I got habits like going to Paris. I ain't fighting. Never need for nothing. Only one pipe. Would you like to go to dinner? With Jordan and his wife. Am I moving fast? But it can happen real soon. Thousand dollar shoes, dancing ballroom. You know the dress. They got the party impressed. You'll only wear it one time. Cause the world is mine. I try to address it. But you never get the message. You the water in my life. And I'm trapped in the desert. I never seen a honey sweeter. Won't stop till I get her, cause I need her. My senorita. Mommy and a Come here. I wanna be your papi chulo. Can't you see? Baby, I need you. Call me your sweetie. Your style is my steel. Baby, come to me. Baby, come to me. Yeah. Her name is Carmen. She lived down in Spanish Harlem. And I think I had the key to a secret garden. When I seen her, I used to want to beg her pardon. But I was scared. I ain't really have the heart. And when she walked by, I would panic. Even though I was cool with her pops. Louie, the mechanic. Went to school with her brother. But I never could build up the words to express how I loved her. Long hair, pretty face, slim waist. Kind that you marry and take to another place. Exchange Vows, spin towels, make love in the hot tub. We isn't her time. She can be loyal without being spoiled. Say what you, you want, she's still gonna know. Makes no sense to say me though. that she ain't turning around. She's my senorita. Mommy and a Come in. I wanna be your papi chulo. Can't you see? That's right. Baby, I need you. Call me your sweetie. Your style is my stilo. Baby, come to me, baby, come to me yeah. I rock regular clothes as well as Gucci too And if you don't believe me, ask Groovy Lou You're beautiful, so I stay true to you I think you ought to see things like from you to boo No cooperation, got me walking around pacing Patient, waiting for my day of penetration Your relationship is bullshit, your man is a prick With a little bit of grace and a whip, baby Please, I got plenty of V's What you want, the pink C2 or the yellow 3-2? Five. That's why I opened my eyes. I was dreaming. Damn, it was all a surprise, but it felt real. I popped up in a wet chill. Yet still gotta keep this one concealed. Even though I never got a chance to meet her, I still need you. Cause she's my senior. Mommy, then I keep coming. I wanna be your papi chulo. Can't you see? That's right. Baby, I need you. Call me your 